Oh me, oh my! Look at that fish! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. This is your host, Josh Shrinko, and live on the road. Coming home from work after a really long, hard day at the office, Christian Vaughn, what's up, my brother? What's up, buddy? Uh, yeah, been working some weird hours, uh, trying to stay away from all those naughty, naughty old geezers in my office. <laughs> trying not to get any of them sick so they've been going in at like 7 p.m convenient conveniently outside of the hours where you would normally be able to fish conveniently that's I, all i'm I gonna can't say control that i can't control that okay <laughs> i'm doing the best i can i'm trying to survive for my family and i'm not gonna take that shit all right <laughs> if i don't make it through this thing is that what you want to one of the last things you want to say to me, huh? Hey, you got pe- people are dying. People are dying everywhere, Chris, and you're fishing on Sugar Creek, dude. What kind of example are you setting for society, dude? Honestly, I've been spending about twelve hours a day in pure meditation, just praying for souls. So I don't even <laughs> want to hear it. I, what do you do? What are you contributing to the world, huh? What I are w- you doing? I was uh, out in the driveway drinking with my neighbor, actually, <laughs> just a few oh, minutes ago. Okay, social distancing. I get it. I get it. We so were six feet. We were six cool for school. Six feet two inches apart. As, did you uh, lay down <laughs> to measure that? We did. We drew chalk on the driveway. Um, no, so, so uh, cool. Really? No, I, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I I asked why you didn't ask me to go fishing the other day, and he said, "Oh, I went with my neighbor. Uh, he's the only person I'm allowed to go fishing with right now. My, <laughs> wife, my wife won't let me go with anybody else. What a pussy! This what is a this is a this is a true story. And I will say this: if Katie's listening, because I can't throw her under the bus here, we both agreed that we wouldn't socialize with anybody besides the neighbors right across the street." Because they have two little girls the same age as our kids. Uh, how and, convenient. Uh, Your new fishing buddy. Why don't yeah. you just have him on the podcast? Dude? I was thinking about it. Have, I was thinking about it. him as the new host of this podcast? <laughs> just, I was thinking about it. Just vote me out. <laughs> just remember, about... we signed a contract. 50-50. But when I... Proceeds. We did. And when I just stare into your ginger face, I just can't leave you, Chris. Like, Whatever, I, dude. Hey, enjoy enjoy fishing with your new buddy. Enjoy beer. <laughs> enjoy beers. All right. Well, here's what the thing. What have you been doing, dude? Have you been you've been out how many times since so our last podcast? We have a yeah, we have a lot. So our last podcast was about a month ago, and that was when I we, know, dude. We're so stupid for not having capitalized on all this downtime. I know while people are consuming content. But, yeah, I know. You know, dude. Well, it's been it's been weird. I recorded one with my brother. You know that I just never released just because I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know, dude. It's been it's weird, weird, weird times for sure. Well, um, here's the thing. Right now, this is the time that we dream about all winter long. You yeah. know, you get the fish are the smallmouth. They're kind of they hunkered up in their winter spots. You know that. 
that first kind of wave of warm weather comes through and they kind of start moving a little bit and you can get a little taste of it, but it's just not quite there. And then you go out the one time and all of a sudden you start finding these fish and they're just, they're hangry. They're hungry. They're looking to eat, bud. They're looking to get some food. And that window lasts, what, would you say, like three weeks maybe? If we're lucky? Yeah, it'll be probably until mid, mid-May. You know, it's about a month. Yeah? Well, I that's generous. I said three weeks, but yeah, you're you're probably right. Um, I would say... I would say for four weeks. Four weeks is probably pretty accurate. Because, like, once the first week of May hits, you start seeing some bedding activity. Um, yeah. But if anybody's listening and they're a smallmouth fisherman, right now is the time. Get take out it, there. Take advantage of, some, of this. You know what? Like, the one thing, like, I always try you know, to find the silver lining, I guess, and things. And, like, right now, dude, honestly, like, if you think about what we have at our disposal right now, like, we have, like, a lot of people are suffering. A lot of people are going through terrible stuff. Like, people are out of work. People are getting sick. People are worried, whatever. But, you know, I'm getting more access to my wife, more access to my kids, uh, you know, and I have – an opportunity to fish more. And I mean, it it couldn't have come at a better time because this, this time of year is my favorite time of year. You know, the woods and the rivers are starting to come alive. So yeah, do yourself a favor, get off Facebook. That's this, this episode is going to be a bit weird, but, uh, first, first piece of advice, just get off Facebook altogether. You know, Take the app off your phone. Don't look at what these anti-vax weirdos that you went to high school with think about COVID-19. You know, step two, don't read CNN. Yeah. Just live in the moment. Enjoy the things that you can while you can. Stay socially conscious. But, you know, reading what people have to think about, you know, the rubes of Facebook have to say about COVID-19 in the world today. It's not doing anybody any good. And then read CNN. Dude, I'm living in blissful ignorance right now, dude. I'm, I'm not reading the news about this stuff. I'm not looking at the stock market anymore. I'm not reading Facebook because I'm off of it. It's it's actually pretty sick. I'm I'm in I'm in blissful ignorance. I'm I'm in hog heaven. Well so, and I'll I'll agree with you. Uh the whole the thing, you know, this this part of this situation sucks, but you always, like you were saying, you got to find a silver lining. Dude. And, you know, we have some things going on that, you know, my business has kind of came to a complete halt. Like I, oh, as has mine. Yeah, yeah like my, I haven't. My law practice is like all my trials, all my hearings, you know, trials, like tri- approaching t- trial dates are what gets case, cases settled. So, yeah. you know, my, my business has taken a hit for sure, but... Dude, you just got to look at like what we have at our – this is an opportunity that we will probably not get for another 25 years. Mm-hmm. The, the ability to just take a beat, evaluate the decisions that you've made and the things that you have going on in your life and realize that a lot of them really aren't that important. Right. Like, 
the important the important list is about ten items long, and you've got access to you know some of the most important things in your life at an unprecedented level. So we've just got to you know take this time, you know, every day and you know enjoy the things that we can about it because there are for sure positive aspects of this whole situation. Well, um, I got I have two responses to that. One, who would have ever thought that people would get philosophical, solid philosophical advice on the Smalley Talk podcast? I mean, what dude. what just came out of your mouth was pure gold. That was gold. I, and if you don't realize it, if you're listening to this and you're just like, "Oh, this guy, he's a lawyer." But dude, just listen to what Chris is saying. This is good stuff. It's good stuff that you can. That, <laughs> I mean, I was trying to help. I was trying to help you and Derek. That you know, what was like two weeks ago? We were we were going back and forth on text about. I mean, we've got like for us people our age, which are the majority of our listeners, probably guys that are like twenty five to forty five. You know, and I'm sure there's some outliers there too, but like we're pretty much safe from this virus. I mean, there are certainly young people that are getting it and dying, but we're pretty much safe and we've got skills we've got, we're, we're earning. So we're going to be able to weather this storm financially. And then on the back end, we're going to be able to invest in a dipping market. You know, I mean, there are, there are a lot of, you know, for us, you just got to honestly, like looking at all the negative, like getting down about it and like, freaking out and like oh sucks i can't do what i want to do and all that stuff doesn't get you anywhere dude you just gotta nope you just gotta look at it and say you know what about this is a benefit what about this can is improving my life what you know what about this i could take this time and and learn a new skill i mean you're locked up in your house If, if you're not using this time to invest in your human capital and to improve yourself and to meditate and to think about all the good things that we've got, you're, you're, you're fucking up. I mean, honestly. I would agree. So that was my first point about this. You just kept you, – you're laying it on there, Chris. Just layer right, after God, layer of golden all. So, sorry, buddy. That's all right. My second point <laughs> is the picture of the smallmouth in your Skype profile. Is that a dead smallmouth? <laughs> I'm not sure. It looks, I don't even know if I. I didn't even know I had a, a Skype it, profile. It, it's a beautiful smallmouth, but it just looks like you stressed it out and put it back in the water. It's floating on its side. I, I actually drowned it. Did you know you could do that? Did you just club I just it? Held it down. Uh, I love you so much. That was back in your clubbing days. Yeah, dude. So uh, I guess we'll move on. I'm sure people didn't like sign on to our podcast i'm sure the the last thing they want to hear about is all the you know the world melting down all around us but you know uh we did we both have been out fishing so you had probably a gangbusters day one of the best days we've had we've been out a lot since i we actually didn't discuss this the last podcast but Back in February, I caught a 21, which we didn't talk about. Um, that was a fish to behold. So if you haven't seen that yeah. on Instagram, go go check it out. But that was that was in the winter doldrums. It was. Uh, Who were you with that day? Same guy, Andrew. Oh, okay. <laughs> My cool. new that fishing cool. buddy. 
that was before COVID, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, huh. Interesting. Huh. Uh, yeah, so I caught uh, the 21, and then that was kind of a, you know, maybe the fish of the year in February. That's impressive. But, oh, um, sure, yeah. Been out a couple times here recently, but the most notable trip was just in, uh, it was last Thursday, and, uh, dude, it was like a day where, um, we were just on the phone earlier talking about this, it was just like a day where, like, the stars aligned, it was muddy, it was like only a foot of visibility, but, um, I just had the right formula, it was, uh, I, I didn't see anybody else on the water that day. And, uh, dude, I nailed, uh, six fish over 18. I had two 18s, two 18 and a halves, uh, or three, I'm sorry, three 18s, two 18 and a halves and a 19 and a half. And yeah, that's uh, a day. That's a, that's yeah. a heck of a day. Dude, they were chasing, chasing spinnerbait, big old black, uh, BBS, big black spinnerbait. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's my favorite. So honestly, yeah. the water... Sometimes when the water's muddy like that and it's colder, it can be for a rough day. But, man, that day, uh, they were on it, and um, I was catching well, I don't con- know that the wa- I don't know that the water was colder that day. I mean, I think it was, well, yeah, it was, it was over 50. Yeah, it was. So. It was cold. I mean, well, compared to, like, summertime, you know, it's oh, cold. right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's cold. Cold, you know, it's warming, though. But, yeah, the fish were fired up enough where they were chasing they were really really tight to cover i was having to really kind of make precision cast but i kind of figured that out really early on where the fish were so they were in two places they were either in really really tight to cover like wood type cover in kind of uh slack water but it didn't have to be like in a wintering hole necessarily just kind of water that uh had some protection from the current and then uh the creek mouths were absolutely chock full of them. Um, and that's like, I bet you for the next like week, man, if you can find a creek mouth, you're going to catch two or three fish. If it's a big creek mouth, you'll probably catch 10. Um, yeah. It's pretty sure. like crazy. It's, it's uh, like but that, yeah. It's that time of year, man. I mean, they're just, you know, we always talk about the 50 degree threshold. You know, once it hits 50 degrees, that's when the fish start moving out of the wintering spots. They start ranging out. You're starting to see right now um, the big, big, big females are the first ones that have moved out. And they're kind of staking their claim, getting into those spots, um, you know, staging for pre-spawn and staging for spawn. So, you know, they're, they're in the creek mouths right now. They're in that weird, slow you know, near current, but slow, you know, like an eddy near a deep current, like that type of, of, uh, holding pattern. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, so the day after you went, I, my brother and I went out on the drift boat and, um, had a really rough day. I mean, like 17 fish all day, not a fish over 18 inches, you know, and, uh, it was, we, I was throwing the same thing you were throwing. I mean, for half the day, we just picked up conventional gear cause it was, you know, visibility was about a foot to a foot and a half, uh, for most of the day, which is really tough with fly gear, mm-hmm. you know, even if the water is 50 degrees. So, um, so, you know, we did okay. I mean, it wasn't 
the worst day we've ever had for sure. But again, it was the same type of thing on wood and slow current um, or at a creek mouth. We caught, you know, the majority of our fish in creek mouths. Um, So then after that, I I went out twice since then. (laughs) So, (laughs) So I went I went to Flat Rock the next day, which was Saturday and had a really good day on Flat Rock. Um, and just using the, so one of the things on my list of stuff that I wanted to improve this year was fishing crayfish flies. Um, it's not something I've ever really been that good at. Um, so, you know, I, I made a conscious effort to kind of start at least start with a crayfish fly. Um, you know, every time I've been out and, um, I started off with one in, in flat rock and just, you know, I had a, a really nice, you know, just shy of 19 inch fish. It was about 18 and a half, I think. Um, and then, then today I went out to Sugar Creek, uh, to one of the upstream sections and just had a day, dude. I mean, I fished for so, about three and a half hours and I caught somewhere in the neighborhood of 40, you know? Ooh, and, man, you caught that many. Holy crap. I didn't even, dude, it was lit. I mean, like I was walking down that stream. I was, I was waiting downstream and I mean, it was just like for the first quarter mile, I think I only caught two, uh, which is that I started at that, um, County line road. So it's like right at the beginning of the navigable waterway uh-huh. and went downstream. And, um, first quarter mile I caught two. And then after that there, you would know the spot that I, it's like basically the first, the first real big riffle past where that guy yelled at us that one time. Okay. Um, yeah. And I, I caught like 12 out of that spot, just drifting that crayfish fly. Dude, they were just hammering it on the drift. And, uh, I caught 12 there moved down and then right before that big pond there's actually a giant eagle's nest there now so there were two eagles flying around the whole time i think they were actually a little alerted that i was near their nest but anyways it made for a cool display (laughs) Uh, so they're flying around and dude i was just crushing i mean just like every cast so right before the pond yeah right before the pond i caught like another 10 or so right there i caught like four or five in that pond area and then right below the pond, I caught like another thir- twelve or thirteen. So where, like, where exactly, where did where were you find them today? It was a lot different than Friday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were today because um, there aren't really any creek mouths on that stretch. Um, but they were just in current, dude. I mean, honestly, that I, I, there's not real no real technical or specific explanation I can give. They were just. Like fast just, current? I mean, it wasn't like like summer holding pattern, but like deeper, like pretty fast moving water. They were just holding up in it and hmm. like right on the edge. You know, like if there's an eddy next to fast current um, with a little bit of depth, they were in there, dude. But I mean, it was, it was one of those days that like I was walking down the river and I was like, okay, there was an eddy on both sides. So I'd walk to I'd walk to the right side first, and I'd hit two or three fish, and then I'd go straight across the river to the left side, and hit two or three fish. And I mean, it was just like, as I walked down the river, it was like I was just picking my spots, just like, you know, I mean, just dissecting the river, just going like, 
Yeah, that's you know, a fun it, day, it dude. Just, yeah, dude, it felt it felt really good because you just get that pattern. You can look at the water and see, okay, well, this is exactly like that spot I was just catching him in. So you just basically position yourself the same exact way and drift that fly through there, and they were just, dude, they were just hammering it. Um, so I ended up catching one that was just under 18 and one that was just over 18. So, um, and then I caught a couple that were like in the 15 to 16 inch range. I didn't, I didn't measure them, but then I caught a lot of short fish too, like a lot of 12, 13 inchers. Hmm. Um, but dude, good numbers. I mean, it was just, it, and then the last spot, cause I waited all the way down to the next bridge to the hobo bridge. And right. like in that last spot, I caught another like 12 right there, right there above the bridge. Right there I mean, where it, was, it turns. Yeah. No, it's like, right. Uh, right where the hobo bridge is, where that Creek, where that Creek comes in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's right after it's right after the turn. Yeah. Yeah. It's right after the turn. Okay. But, right. So if you're waiting downstream, it's like about a quarter mile upstream from the, from that bridge okay yeah so, that's like there's a real sharp turn right there yeah that sharp, kind of like right a real after that nice sharp turn spot. i caught like another 12 in that spot but none of them are worth talking about really but uh yeah that's one thing yeah, you dude. get i don't want to give too much away about sugar necessarily up in that upper section there's definitely good numbers i feel like the size average size shrinks down just a little bit up there um yeah, for sure there's i mean there's still I big fish was... but the 18 I caught was an alpha, like, I mean, not, you know, we always talked about how, you know, with an 18, you know, 19 inch fish and 20 inch fish, generally it doesn't matter that much. They're going to be big, but you know, 18 inch fish are generally not, they can be not created equal. Right. You know, you can, you yeah. can get a turd 18, you know, Yeah. but this was, this was a big boy. I mean, he was, and dude, he, when he, I mean, he took that fly and I immediately was just like, oh, that's a fish. That's, that's a real one. Because, I mean, he just started stripping, running upstream, stripping drag out, hmm. you know, uh, jumping. I mean, he was doing the whole thing. So Yeah, dude, that's, that's really fun. I was going to tell you, I didn't, I didn't uh, get into that with you when I was talking to you after that trip I had. But I hooked into, it was almost 18, it was like 17 and three quarters, right where that big... Uh, creeks coming in and yeah do you remember that time when we were on uh muskegon and i hooked into that fish in the current and i couldn't yeah. pulled in dude yeah. i had like the same fucking thing happen <laughs> with that fish and i like i had my medium heavy seven foot bait caster on dude and i literally could not get this fish in i was like my god i was like this thing's huge and I get it in, and it, I mean, it was a nice fish, and it was fat, but, dude, they got in that, that current was pretty fast, too, but they do, they got in it, and just, like, wore me out. My wrist, like, hurt after that. Like, it yeah, legit hurt. Well, I mean, when you got six fish over 18 inches, I mean, you're probably, your wrist would hurt. I mean, yeah, it a, was, dude. It, I, and I, I was mean, throwing that big. That's that, like a Wisconsin River, like, that's a Wisconsin River day right there. Yeah, it was a good day, dude. I mean, it sucked though. Honestly, it sucked because nobody was there with me. Like I, it's like yeah. one one of those times. That's what like I felt like today. Yeah. yeah, like it's just bittersweet. Like it's really really fun, but it's like man, if Chris is here with me, actually, if my neighbor was there with me, 
It would have been really good. <laughs> Son of a uh, well, that I, I, I was the same way today. It was like, I just, because my brother, I felt bad because, you know, he had his last, the last couple times we've went out have been not very good. I was just thinking like, how much more fun would this have been to have another person just be laughing about how we're just calling our shots and, you know, every yeah. time we dr- every time I drift the fly through the right way, it's getting hammered and just, you know, dude, it was, it was a blast. It was honestly, I told you today when I was walking back to the truck, it was like today, today is the type of day that you sit and dream about when you're tying flies or, you know, doing a podcast or, you know, having a crappy winter fishing day where you catch one or two fish. I mean, today is the day you dream about where you're just you're yeah. walking through the river and there's a there's a nice fish behind every rock and you're and you've got just the right recipe and you've got them, you know, you've got them patterned just right. And, you know, there's yeah, nothing dude. nothing feels better to us to an avid smallmouth angler than having the pattern locked down. Dude, it's so that. It's wild though because that day that I had, and then you went the next day. It was like, you know, it wasn't. Crafty. I don't think it was terrible, and but had that. I mean, yeah, like and there five, was like five or six people were on sugar that I know of, and they yeah. we all had bad days. Yeah, and then you go out a day like today and just murder them. It's like what? What's really the difference? I mean, today was sunny, so well the the visibility is also like unlimited now. Yeah, I mean, it went from a foot to a foot and a half on Saturday to now. I mean, you could see probably six feet. Oh, I could see my feet when I was in that pond. I could see my feet just as clear as day. So, Mm. and I was, I was nipple deep just about. Hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It it clears up. It clears up, man. Yeah. I'm going out on Wednesday too. So Mm. I'm going to go out. It's supposed to be 73. I'm supposed to go out on Friday. So, yeah, we'll yeah, see. We'll I would. I don't. Friday may not be as good. <laughs> right, it is. I'm fishing that. That uh, actually, I wanted to give a shout out real quick. Um, so Jeremiah Thompson, he's a a, a friend of mine that um, smallmouth fellow, smallmouth guy, and he is the tournament director for Grassroots Bass Yakking, um, and he started a Sugar Creek series. And basically, every month you get a window of five days to fish on the river, and you pick one of those days to be your designated day. And you fish, uh, I don't know what the time is, I think it's nine to three maybe. Um, And your best five is your score, and you fish against everybody that's fishing those five days. Um, That's interesting, yeah. So yeah. That would be good. I mean, Friday is going to be... If I had to guess, which of course my guesswork lately hasn't been that great, considering I didn't think you would have a great day last time you went out, and right. I thought Jeremiah and I would have a good day. But if I had to guess, Friday's probably going to be a little rough because yeah, uh, Thursday is well, Thursday and Friday are supposed to be like high high of forty five or something. Well, I'm waiting to choose between Friday and Saturday, so those are the two days I can fish. So I'm going to never dis- know. I mean, honestly, this time of year, it may be fine. You know, yeah. you never know. Honestly, if it's kind of tough, as long as all the days are kind of the same way, that might change things. But I, I feel like I can catch fish no matter what this time of year with conventional yeah, gear. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it'll be fine. I mean, I have six 18s, but I bet you, 
I, I actually think this time of year, my dad and I went out. Um, it was almost this exact time, maybe the week later, and it was cold because we camped. And I remember it was like 28 degrees when we camped. And that was the trip that I caught two twenties on. So oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're luck, out buddy. there. It's, they're... Uh, that's cool that you guys are still able to do that. I mean, really, if you think about it, like fishing a tournament, you should. Everybody should still be able to do that. I mean the yeah the captains meeting. I mean that right. could be virtual and yeah, it's it's all virtual. Yeah. That that GRBY is what it's called, Grassroots Bass Jack, and um, it's hosted on tourney x so it's all online uh there's no like you know reason for people to have to get together i actually haven't even looked at the thing the i haven't looked at the uh entry fee i don't even know how much it costs you do have to have a new catch board so i had to buy a freaking 60 dollar board i've heard Uh, bad things about the old catch board they are what we would call heavy on the heavy, hefty I've heard, side. I've heard they're heavy, and they're, I've heard the fish slide around on them. They're solid aluminum. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, so the, I, it, it'll be okay, man. I mean, it's it, you can't break it. That's the positive thing. But you got to have one of those boards. you got to go sign up for it on TourneyX. So download the TourneyX app. Go sign up for it. Uh, right now, there's not that many people uh, signed up. But I think as the days approach, people are kind of waiting to see what the river does. Um I know I am. Do you know, I mean, what, why are these tournaments, like, why do they have a preference between a catch board versus a hog trough? Like, why does it matter? Well, um, the hog trough, there's actually a recent uh, kind of controversy over them. And the reason was uh, a dude was basically in a really high dollar tournament and he bent the board while he was measuring the fish and he was actually uh, caught on video doing it but supposedly you know they determined there was no way to prove he was cheating and that he didn't necessarily gain an advantage so they he didn't actually get in trouble but that tournament trail changed it to where they only accept uh, that catchboard because it's it can't be manipulated, so it's just a more secure way to measure fish. I mean, it is what it well, is, I man. Aware, I wasn't aware of that, so I was just I was just curious. Like, I mean, it seems to me like a measuring stick is a measuring stick. So, yeah, you know. Well, I mean, it has to be standardized, obviously, because you know. Well, if you right, make... but I mean, why why like a. The branding, I guess, is what I I just didn't understand. Like yeah. why a catchboard, but but like I said, I didn't know about the bending. The yeah, it's called. The they call it, they refer to it as bend gate. It's bend gate. Bend gate. Yeah. Who refers to it as that? <laughs> the they, kayak they just, community. They need me? to get COVID. <laughs> me. Those are the people that need to get it. <laughs> Dude, kayak kayak tournaments, man, they're serious. I mean, those guys are winning. You know, I don't know about that tournament, but they probably won like ten grand or so. I mean, that's a, a decent decent amount of money on the line. People traveling and stuff. I mean, there was a lot of people up in arms about. It, I can tell you that. Um, I'm sure there were. But I don't know how. I, I don't exactly know how I feel about like a tournament series on Sugar Creek. Yeah, I was reluctant um, to say anything, but I kind of honestly, 
I think it goes back to our initial, uh, you know, kind of prerogative with the whole fishing and promoting certain spots. It's like, hey, we want guys to get out there because they're going to take care of the resource. Um, I think with this particular tournament series, the, you have five days to fish. I don't think it's going to uh, really affect the pressure on the river that much. I, I will say this. If there's over, like, 30 people signed up, it might. But you figure you divide 30 by five days, it's still only seven dudes on the river, you know. A day on average. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, you can only fish one day. So, that's why I'm thinking about fishing Friday instead of Saturday, just because I think more people will fish on Saturday than they will Friday. So, yeah. um, Sunday's Easter, and uh, Monday's my daughter's birthday. Those are the other two options, but I can't do that. So, what are you guys doing for Easter? The Easter bunny's coming. Nice, dude. Yeah. Um, Please yeah, tell no, me it's going to be you. Yeah, yeah, nothing besides that. But, but yeah, dude, um, had some good times. Sounds like you're meeting some some dinner up in the microwave there, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm multitasking. What do you want from me? I'm a, I'm a 21st century man. Ashley made me a actually made me a rosemary pork tenderloin that I will Ooh. not. I will not eat a good. second later. So. That's a that's impressive, man. Hey, man. Coming home from Dude, the river, been... working hard late in the office, and the the wife is putting the food on the table. Ashley, a little else. shout out to I'm, Ashley Vaughn. For I'm not going to tell you what else is going on in this house. <laughs> What's that? I'm being taken care of. That's all I'm just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a big garden going. We're oh, nice. Big, we're doing the homestead situation here so is, is ashley but, uh, uh ashley is she working at the hospital oh yeah yep. yeah yeah keep yeah, that keep that rona away <laughs> we don't yeah, need well, your that. brother's on watch right now yeah i heard He's about like, that yeah you get like had, had some like, geezer and cardiac arrest cough rona all over COVID. him bagged a covid guy for like a half an hour last night so yeah Ugh. i know i'm not even, i'm not even gonna play xbox with him you can get it through the internet yeah, um, dude. that's a virus uh, he probably he needs to up his antivirus sure, <laughs> so. but uh anyways dude well hey i i appreciate the call i appreciate uh you know you letting me record while i'm doing other stuff i'm just yeah dude uh, we gotta put we gotta put some content out we got a couple messages on the small i talk hotline we need to do a proper let's, let's episode do here one soon tomorrow I'm available tomorrow night too. Yeah, that works, dude. We'll do it, uh, and we'll we'll talk about what do you what do you want to talk about? What it what it, let's talk, let's think let's, of it. Let's talk early spring. We'll yeah, early, early spring, spring smallmouth bite. We're gonna go through what the fish are doing right now, what they're thinking about, um, what they're uh, what they're gonna eat, and uh, yeah, we'll talk talk some early spring tactics. That'll be our next episode, and we'll go over those two smallly talk uh, hotline messages. They've been sitting there keeping going going cold for for quite some time so yeah man all right well hey thanks uh we'll talk to you everybody later stay safe everybody and um you know thanks again josh as always uh free the fighter bud free the fighter see you buddy see ya